Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Two thousand years ago, the Lord Jesus Christ, when He was on Earth, He was walking in the full measure. Or unlimited measure of the Holy Spirit, and he was following the Holy Spirit, or was led by the Spirit 24/7. We should live the same way. We should learn how to be led by the Holy Spirit 24/7. Sometimes people came to me and say, "Pastor, I know that you did not finish the Bible school, and you are just a doctor trained to cut people's brain. But how can you?" Preach like that, and my answer—I did not say much. I answer in my heart is that because of the Holy Spirit. So when I step up on the stage, right away I decrease, I died, and I let the Holy Spirit come on me, and I began to preach by the Holy Spirit, not by myself. I could not do it myself. I need the Holy Spirit to help me preach. Pastor the church and do many things in my life, including surgery as well. The Lord will guide me every single step in the surgery. In Romans chapter eight verse fourteen, I will continue from last Sunday. Romans chapter eight verse fourteen: For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. If you are real sons and daughters of God, you have the privilege to be led by the Spirit of the Lord. And that is the most awesome thing in our life to have is to be led by the Almighty God, the Holy Spirit, every step of our life. Psalm chapter thirty-two, verse nine. Last Sunday, I mentioned that the Holy Spirit is a person. He's a divine person. He's not an object. He's not the impersonal entity. He's a person. Psalm chapter thirty-two, verse nine. Do not be like the horse. Or the mule, which have no understanding, but must be controlled by bit and bridle, or they will not come to you. The Bible encourages us to be like an eagle, not be like a horse. In order to move a horse, you need to put a bit in the mouth and force and pull and yank so that the horse will go whatever you want. We should not be like a horse. We should be like an eagle, that we can catch the wind of the spirit, and when that wind flow, the eagle will flow with the wind. We should be easy for the Holy Spirit to work with us. We should not be stubborn. We should not be rebellious when the Holy Spirit tell us something, and we just say no all the time. We should be so easy for Him to work with us. Twenty-four-seven. I am not against having a goosebump. I'm not against having a special spiritual dream from God, or a vision, or a cold flash, hot flash, and some kind of shaking a little bit that the Holy Spirit touch you. I'm not against all those things, but we are not led by those things. We are led internally by the Holy Spirit. He can speak to you. 
a witness in your heart 24/7 all the time. Thank God, sometimes we have goosebumps. Yesterday in the membership class, I feel the presence of God so strong. I was laughing and crying, and my tear come out, and I feel the presence of God was so strong in that meeting. That's okay. Thank God for His presence. But I don't need to wait for that to be led by the Spirit of God. He can guide me. He can show me. My job is to be like an eagle, to follow Him, and to just flow with the wind of God. As human being, we have the body, we have the mind, and we have the spirit. And these three things are fighting each other. The spirit inside is controlled by the Holy Spirit. But we still have the mind and the flesh. And if we don't respect the Holy Spirit, the topic of today's sermon is being led by the Holy Spirit. The whole thing talking about the, being led by the Spirit and respecting or reverencing the Holy Spirit. If we don't respect Him, we're going to say no to that inner voice. And then we come up to our mind and our mind will dictate us what to do. We will walk by sight, walk by feeling, walk by reasoning, and walk by report instead of walking by the Spirit. And if we shut Him off, what happens next? We're going to go our own way and do our own things. And we may get into trouble or we may not get the good outcome as the Holy Spirit tells us to do. So we need to be careful to really learn how to be spiritual or being spirit-led man and woman, not being led by the brain or by the flesh but being led by the Spirit of God. And one of the ways that the Holy Spirit is working in the church is to move in the manifestation of the Spirit, or we can call simple spiritual gifts. The Holy Spirit moves through you and me. We all have the right to be used by the Holy Spirit to manifest Himself, such as prophecies, tongues, interpretation. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 14, 29, let two or three prophets speak and let the others judge. The Bible said that when the Holy Spirit starts to move and start to lead the church by word of prophecy, we need to judge that word. We don't judge the Holy Spirit. We don't judge the brother or sister who gives the word of prophecy. But we judge the word that come out from the mouth of the person. Why do we need to judge? Because the Holy Spirit is perfect, but man is not perfect. In fact, some prophecy should say this way. The first one-third, we should say, thus say the Lord. And then the second one-third, we say, thus say the Lord and I. And the last one-third, thus say I. Because sometimes we mix. The first few minutes all come from the Holy Spirit. The second few minutes come from the Holy Spirit and you mix. And the last few start to be the flesh. So that's why we need to judge the word of prophecy, tongues and interpretation. We all have made mistakes in this area. I make mistakes too. You can make mistakes. But if you make mistakes in the area of listening to God and keep the word of prophecy, don't give up. Don't throw in a towel. You know, when you first ride a bicycle, you may fall again and again. Get up. Do again. The same way when you serve the Lord and being led by the Spirit of God, you may miss Him. You may say something wrong because you 
have the mixture of the flesh and the Holy Spirit. Even you fall or you make mistake, you miss it. Don't give up. Keep going, repenting. Ask God for forgiveness. If the pastor come and correct you and say, you know, your word of prophecy is wrong, don't be prideful. Don't be arrogant and leave the church. Be humble and say, I think you are right. I was wrong. And sometimes wrong word of prophecy can damage somebody's life. That's why I'm very careful with the word of prophecy that give direction to people. One time, I went to a city, and I heard about a couple who come to the church, and the prophet come up and say, you need to sell everything and move to the south part of that country. You know what happened? They've totally failed. Because that prophecy did not come from God at all. No one touched that prophecy. They failed. They lost everything. They lost all the money, and eventually they divorced. That prophecy is not from God. That's why you yourself need to judge the prophecy by your own spiritual discernment or the Spirit of God need to confirm or you check with the pastor, you check with people who are more mature, especially any prophecy that will direct your future. You have to be very careful. Not every prophecy is from God. We need to judge it by the Word and by the witness of the Spirit on the inside of you. Don't feel offended if I correct you. At one time, I called a person in, and I say, I believe your way of doing prophecy is wrong, because I see in the Bible this is not right. And unfortunately, that person was mad at me, and just really got mad. It's unfortunate. But I have the job as a pastor to correct people and to call people in and say, this is wrong, please repent. Because I'm going to follow the Bible. I'm not going to let any goofy thing happen in this house at all. Amen? So don't feel offended if you get corrected. I miss it too, I get corrected too. And I will repent if that happened. My dear brother and sister, there are three ways to run the church. Number one is to totally Block off the move of the Holy Spirit. No prophecy, no gift, no tongue, no interpretation. Because being scared of something unpredictable. And just the man control the whole thing. The man control the whole thing. Not the Holy Spirit control the thing. I don't want to run the church that way. I want the Holy Spirit to control this house. And I want to yield to the Holy Spirit. The second way to run the church is to have the move of the Spirit. To let the Holy Spirit do something, we call that kind of church Pentecostal or charismatic church. But this is the fact of life. In the spiritual world, there are also evil spirits. There are also fallen angels and demons and Satan. Anytime we allow the Holy Spirit to move, demons and evil spirit and fallen angels will try to step in as well. And some people are goofy and try to show their flesh in the meeting. As a pastor, I need to be able to discern, or as the believers in the whole congregation, we need to understand and discern and very careful to understand and judge what's going on is from the Holy Spirit or from demons and evil spirit or from something else. We don't want any mixture. I want to have a pure water in the house of God. No mixture of dirty water from the devil. I want to be the third kind of church. The church that 
will not have a mixture of the move of the spirit and the move of demon at the same time. Yesterday, I taught a discipleship group. I said that in order to discern, you have to look at four things. Number one, if it's from God, it will not contradict the Bible. Number two, if it's from God, it will bring glory to God, not to man. Three, if it's from God, the way that person manifests in the spirit will not contradict the character of Christ, will not go on with pride, yelling, and angry. The Holy Spirit will move in the same as Jesus. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, gentleness. Amen? And the fourth thing, so the word, the character, and focus on God, not on human. And the fourth thing, you need to discern by the witness of the Spirit on the inside of you. God gives us the witness here. You see people and you say, oh, the Holy Spirit tell you, that is the flesh. That is from demon. That is from the Holy Spirit. You can discern the manifestation of the spiritual world, of the spiritual thing in the physical world. Amen? So we need to be careful. We want the Holy Spirit to be free to lead the church. Whenever the Holy Spirit leads and manifests in the church, He will bring life. He will bring peace. He will bring deliverance, wisdom, direction, glorifying Jesus, glorifying the kingdom of God, peace, prosperity, divine health, success, and all the good things from heaven. But when the demon come in or the cohort of the devil come in to manifest in the church, it may look excited because it's all supernatural and very spectacular. But eventually, it's going to bring deception, disorder, fighting, division, curse, death, and corruption in the church. Divorce happen in the church if you allow demon to manifest in the church. As a shepherd of this house, I will do everything to stop that kind of activity. I'm a, actually, I used to play third degree black belt taekwondo. When I was a young man, uh, my dad asked me, what do you like to be? I said, I want to be a soldier. So when I turn 18, I can apply to be in military. I like to fight. But now I look back. I have that attitude not so to fight in the war. I am a spiritual martial art guy. So now, even though I'm a pastor, but I'm very strong. You cannot play game in this church. I'm going to deal with it. I will not allow any demon and Satan to come to disrupt or to destroy this church. I will fight. But fight in the godly way. Fight in the biblical way. Amen. Because I want to protect you. And I want to protect all the children in this house that no bad things come in to destroy God's people here. If you want to be led by the Spirit, you need to respect Him. And there are many ways that people don't respect the Holy Spirit, such as to grieve Him, to quench Him, to resist Him. We don't want to quench the Holy Spirit. We don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. Another way to show disrespect to the Holy Spirit is we call blaspheme. In Matthew 12, verse 24, 
Now when the Pharisees heard it, they said, "This fellow, which means the Lord Jesus, does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons." In verses 31 to 32, therefore I say to you, now what Jesus say, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven men. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven to him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. The Pharisees, really trying to contribute the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of Jesus to the work of the devil or Satan. Beelzebub is Satan, the head or the ruler of demon. Jesus warned them solemnly that the sin of blaspheming the Holy Spirit would not be forgiven. We should show proper respect to the Holy Spirit in our own life, in the meeting and in other people's life. When somebody come up, I give them opportunity to preach or to give testimony. I sit there, listen with respect. I will not look down on the anointing on you or on anybody in the church. I respect you and respect the Holy Spirit in you. And that's how God can work with me because I respect Him. Amen? Even young kids come up to speak from the Holy Spirit. I still respect that 10 years old kid who speaks by the Holy Spirit. We need to show respect to the Holy Spirit. Now, let me read. I'm going to show you a few stories. Learn how to be led by the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 4, 34 to 37. Nor was there anyone among them who lacked for all who were Possessors of lands and houses sold them and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles' feet. And they distributed to each as anyone had need. Wow, this church is so giving, so in the revival. You know, revival bring generosity into the heart of people. So how can you know a person is in revival? Generosity. And Jose, who was also named Barnabas by the apostles, which is translated son of encouragement, a Levite of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. This is what's going on in that generation, in the early church time. The Holy Spirit was moving, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, signs and wonders happened. God's people so convicted, love God so much, and they're willing to give and help people. So Barnabas sold the land and gave to the feet of the apostle, which means gave to the church, not to apostle them himself. Now look at Acts chapter 5, verses 1 to 2. Now we're going to see that a couple really showed disrespect to the Holy Spirit. But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession. And he kept back, everyone say kept back, part of the proceed, his wife also being aware of it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. Before I explain, I'd like to read one more scripture. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 38 to 39. Now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, 
Everyone say keep back. Everyone say draw back. My soul has no pleasure in him, but we are not of those who draw back to perdition, to destruction, but of those who believe oh, to the saving of the soul. If you want to be led by the Spirit, if you want to be like an eagle, flowing with the Spirit and becoming fruitful and live above the storm and the wind of life, flow with the Spirit of God, you need to avoid these four words in your life. I'm going to demonstrate to you. These four words. The first word is keep back. The second word is hold back. The third word is draw back. And the fourth word is pull back. You should not practice this four to God. I want to demonstrate to you. Okay, could you come up here? And if this is God, Standing at me, look at me. So I'm a little bit closer. Okay, here. He's God. Look at me, look at me. And you give me command. So what does it mean, keep back? You say, give me four pieces of paper. Give me four pieces of paper. Okay. One, four pieces of paper. So I have these four. And... I think, yeah, actually, I want to give to you all. I have six pieces of paper. Lord, I'm going to give you all I have. I keep back. I lie to God that I give them all. He, actually, he just wants me to give four. But I promise I want to give six. But I keep two with me. Keep back like Ananiah and Sapphira. Number two, hold back. Hold back me like this. He look at my eyes, he say, give me. me. (laughs) This is hold back. One, keep back, two, hold back. Number three, draw back. You say, give me. So I say, yes, I give. I move in, but I don't fulfill my promise. I draw back. Okay. (laughs) The fourth one. The fourth one. Pull back. Say, give me. me. (laughs) Thank you. The Bible warns us that these four things are dangerous, very costly practice. It will cost you a lot of problem. Many Christians practice this thing, and they blame God on many things. Actually, the problem is their own heart. They either keep back, they lie to God. God say, give $100 to that person. Oh, God, I cannot give. Okay, okay, I give $100, but you write a check, $50. The person who received your money doesn't know, but who knows? God. You lie to God. You say you're going to give $100, but you give only 50 You promise God you're going to give 10%, you give 8%. 
you lie to God. You keep back. Oh, you hold back. I'm not going to give. Sorry. Because I will not have money to pay bills. I don't have money to pay my gas. I'm going to hold it back. I'm not going to do it. And the Holy Spirit keeps saying, please give to that person. She is in trouble right now financially. And you just hold back. Oh, you draw back. You say, okay, yes, God, I'm going to do. But at the time, you just do nothing. You draw back. Or you can pull back. You give and you get it back. You pull back. These four things, if you practice this, you will have a hard time being led by the Spirit of God because you are difficult to work with. And then you will not hear His voice that much anymore. If you want to be led by the Spirit, these four things have to come out from your vocabulary. You just surrender. You just obey. He say this. You do it. You, he say, give your life to me. Give your heart to me. Give your loyalty to me. You do it 100%. And don't draw back. Don't pull back. Don't quit. Just keep going and obeying him. What was the reason why people keep back, draw back, hold back, and pull back? Everyone say, keep back. Everyone say, hold back. Everyone say, draw back. Number four, pull back. Because they don't respect God. They quench God's leading. They do not respect the things of God. They don't care what God feels. They resist God and they displease God. And then they cannot work with God anymore. So we need to learn how to yield to God and do what He says instead of resisting Him. Why people are not willing to turn loose what God tells them to do? Like what I say, many years ago, I want to be a rich neurosurgeon, have a waterfront house, have a boat and a plane, want to enjoy life, and want to be a professor. And God called me in 1987, be a pastor. What? Be a pastor? Oh, my heart was beating. He said, then I don't have much money. Oh, God, I need to give up the waterfront house. <laughs> but I say, yes, I don't hold back. And to today, 20 years later, I still never draw back, never pull back, never give up. I still follow God. Once I say yes, I go 100%. Then the Holy Spirit can work with me. The reason people don't want to lose what they have when God asks them to do. Either their life, their time, their money, anything. I'm not talking about only money. Anything in their life, they don't want to turn loose or they don't want to let it go because of lack of faith. When you have faith, you know that even though you give it out, you turn it loose, God can give it back to you. And even more than before. Our God is a good God. When he asks you to do something, he will not use you for free. He will take care of you. It's a matter of faith. If you have faith, you're going to be the most happiest person in life. You're going to be happy all the time because you know God will take care of me. I trust him. I have confidence in his provision. I have confidence in his help. He can provide for me. If God tells you to give $100 to your co-worker in the office, you do it, and then a few days later, something happened, the money come back three times. 
Because you, you trust God, you know that God gonna keep His promise. Everyone say faith. Faith will make us respect God and reverence the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ananiah and Sapphira did not respect God. They lied to the Holy Spirit. Very serious sin. Acts chapter 5, 3 to 5. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? He is a person. You can lie to him. And keep back part of the price of the land for yourself. Why it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control or in your own power? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. Believe me, Ananias Sapphira thought that they lied to the apostle, and the apostle would not know because they are human beings. But they did not lie to men, they lied to God. Then Ananias, hearing this word, fell down and breathed his last. He dropped dead at the spot. So great fear came upon all those who heard these things. When you read the story in Acts chapter 5, I believe you agree with me that this story is one of the most severe judgments in the whole Bible. Very severe judgment, especially in the New Testament. Ananias dropped dead. Sapphira dropped dead. No time of medical care. No resuscitation. No ICU. Gone. Die. Have you thought about this? Why so serious? I still sin sometime. You sin sometime. Yeah. Some of us may steal something at the office. Some of us may lie to the boss at work. But why are we still walking around and we don't drop dead yet? Have you ever thought about that? Thank God I don't drop dead yet. I'm still alive. Because the sin of the nine years and sufferer was very serious. God wants to show to the early church and to us that despising Showing disrespectful attitude to the word the Holy Spirit is a serious problem. Especially Ananiah and Sapphira. Imagine, they were in the church where the Holy Spirit was moving. Signs and wonders. The manifestation of the Spirit. People get healed, demons come out. They saw with their own eyes. Wow! Ooh, they even feel the goosebumps on their body. God touched them, they fought the power. Oh, the Holy Spirit... Just move and prophecy and all these things happen. They knew and they knew that God is so real. They knew that God is holy. They have their own eyewitness and they can experience to their own body that God is so real. But even with that experience, they're not ignorant. In other words, they're not just a baby Christian walking, don't know anything. They're not just a Christian who never been educated or stay in the church that never have the move of the spirit. They were in the move. Strong move of the Spirit. But with that, they still lied to Him. They despised Him. They did not judge themselves. They did not repent. They did not admit their fault. God took this seriously. So we can see the story here. If you want to follow the Holy Spirit, you need to respect Him. Period. You need to reverence Him. You need to really show respect. You don't quench him. You don't lie to him. You don't grieve him. In fact, nobody told them to sell the land. In fact, 
the money they got from the land belonged to them anyway. In fact, the apostle never told them how many percent they should give. It's all up to them, 100%. They can give 25% and say, hey, Pastor Peter, I give 25% of my proceed. No one going to blame them. God is not mad at them because it's free will. But the problem is not the amount of money. The problem is they lied to the Holy Spirit. They do not respect the Spirit of the living God. Being truthful is God's way. And we should adopt His way, being truthful to our way. Let me read a few things that God hated. Proverbs chapter 6, 16 to 19. There are six things the Lord hates. Seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue. Hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that devises wicked schemes. Feet that are quick to rush into evil. A foul witness who pour out lies. And a man who stir up dissension among the brothers. Lies are one of them that God hate very much. The Bible says that the devil is a father of lies. John 8, 44. For you are the children of your father, the devil. You love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth. Wow. <laughs> the devil, murder, hate the truth. Because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character. For he is a liar and the father of lies. When you lie and you deceive, you are speaking the devil's language, not God's language. You need to understand this. Our God and the Spirit of God is the Spirit of truth. He is the Spirit of light, the Spirit of truth all the time. There is no trace of fullness or lie in him at all. Zero lies. Zero untruthfulness. He has even no shadow of lies. In James chapter 1, verse 17, every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, from God. Coming down from the Father of lights. He is the God of lights, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. There is no shadow. He is so full of light. That's why when we worship God, we worship Him in spirit and in truth. We come to Him sincerely in truth, not putting the mask on, not hypocrites. We need to come Him with the truth. Lying is the worst mistake that a man can do. Because when you lie, you abuse the trust of people. If you lie to your wife, you abuse her confidence in you, and you cause her to lack of trust in you. Lies is one of the worst sins that you can do. And if you lie to God, you are stupid. Period. Serious. Because God knows you lie. You can lie to me, and I don't know. But if you lie to God, He knows. He knows everything. So don't lie to God. Don't cheat God. Don't act one way and do another way. He knows everything about you. Amen? Everyone say, I'm not stupid. 
Whatever happens in your life, you may make mistake, you may do some wrong thing. Please don't lie. Even though it may cost you your relationship, cost your money, cost you a job, you rather stay with the truth. I remember when I was a resident at Harborview Hospital. Something bad happened to my patients. At that time, I was a student. My boss, Doctor H. Richard, been call me. Hello, mom. Mom is my nickname. What happened to my patient? Why this complication happened? At that time, I was tempted to lie so that I can get out of that problem. I want to lie, but the, suddenly the Holy Spirit told me, "You speak the truth and admit your fault." I said, "Doctor Win, I make mistake. It's my fault. Could you please forgive me?" He stopped yelling. He said, "It's okay. I understand. Now I understand what happened. Since that." Day, Doctor Win, my professor and chairman, loved me. He said I can trust this man. He will never lie to me. He will do everything correctly and in the truth. Wow! Speaking the truth is the way of God. Let me tell you this thing. Very important. Okay. The most important relationship of your life. Listen carefully. Is your relationship with God? God will not partner with a liar. God will not work with people who lie all the time because lies are the way of the devil. So, if you want God to be on your side, you want God to bless your business, bless your work, and partner with you in your business, your ministry. Don't lie. Period. Because you want to have that relationship with God, that God look from heaven and say, "I trust this man. He doesn't lie. He speak the truth in love." Ananias lied to God. They insult God. Hebrews chapter ten verse twenty nine. How much worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot? Counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified, a common thing, and insulted the spirit of God. My dear brother and sister, if you want to walk with the Holy Spirit, to be led by the Spirit, you need to honor Him, respect Him, don't insult Him, don't lie to Him, quench Him, and make Him upset with you or grieve with you. Amen. Jesus has to speak all this very strong because he wants to help you. What happened to Ananias? Acts chapter five verse six. And a young man arose and wrapped him up, carried him out, and buried him. The Bible never says that the relative come to Peter and say, "What happened?" I think they all run away. They know that Ananias lied, and he deserved the punishment, the judgment from God. No one dared to blame Peter at all, because this man despised the Holy Spirit who was moving in that church. The Bible says that great fear came upon all who heard these things. Wow! Sometimes I think the church needs some two by four. I'm serious. 
Sometimes we take God for granted. Sometimes we despise the things of God, and sometimes it has to be, bam, ooh, oh, I stop. I'm gonna respect you now. This is a two by four. Bam, the whole church fear God. I don't want to get the two by four. I want to fear God now. I want to respect God now. I don't want God to punish me or judge me. It's painful. This is a painful situation in that church. Amen. Why we should not lie? Let me conclude. Because if you lie, you are a hypocrite. Hypocrisy causes unbelievers to despise the church of God. What does it mean? Hypocrisy. It means pretending or play acting. You speak one way, but you do another way. You say this way. But you do another way. I believe one of the reasons many American people don't want to go to church anymore. Many American people turn away from Jesus because of hypocrisy in the church. On Sunday, Hallelujah! Go back home, kick the wife, slap on the wife, and the son look at, Wow, my dad and my mom really hypocrites. I'm not going to go to church. You don't do what you preach, and you don't do what you hear. It's destroying the church, destroying, send people to hell. In other words, my dear brother and sister, if we want to honor God, don't be a hypocrite. We don't have a double standard. We are real and genuine. We do what we preach. We do what we say. We don't put the mask on. Act one way in the church service. Go home, do another way. We should be genuine Christian. And all the unbelievers around us, including our kids, our mom and dad, and our coworker, will look at us and say, "Good, I want to be a Christian. You're so good." Amen. I'm so thankful you put the seatbelt on today. No one run away. In the same way, please don't be a hypocrite of producing false prophecy. If the Holy Spirit doesn't move, don't move. Don't try to manufacture it. Don't try to cook it up. You follow the real move of the spirit. Otherwise, you are a hypocrite, and God will not like it. We need to be real, genuine, and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. We don't want junk in the church. We want the real thing, the things of the spirit in our life and in the church. Next time, I will finish this lesson. About respecting the Holy Spirit. Do you learn something? Let me make a conclusion. Number one, we should develop the lifestyle of being led by the Spirit. Two, there are two spiritual worlds. You need to discern: this is from the Spirit, or this is from the enemy. Three, so you have to discern and judge. Three, we need to respect the Holy Spirit all the time. We should not. Practice drawing back, keeping back, pulling back, and holding back. When God says right, right, hundred percent. Don't hold back. Don't draw back. Just follow. And if you follow like the eagle, I like the picture of eagle. I'm gonna preach about an eagle one day. I wrote the sermon long time ago about being an eagle. If you are like an eagle, we flow with him. He's gonna lead us, and we're gonna lead us to victory, success, strength, wisdom. Life, 
blessing. Let the Holy Spirit lead us, but we need to honor and respect Him. Amen. Are you learning something today? How many people say I repent? I'm going to respect the Holy Spirit. Let us confess together. Father in heaven, I have made mistakes. I have missed it. Lord, after I listen to this teaching, I repent. From now on, I will not draw back, which lead to perdition. I will not keep back. I will not pull back. I will not hold back. I will be like an eagle, not like a horse, not like a mule. I will follow you. You will find me easy to work with. I will follow the Holy Spirit. I will be led by the Spirit. I honor you. Honor the Holy Spirit in me. I respect you. I will listen to you. Look up to you. Yield to you. Respond to you. I want to be aware of your presence. You are my boss. You are my Lord. Guide me. You know the best. You know what is best for me. What to do. What to say. Where to go. When to do it. When I should keep my mouth shut. Lead me, Lord. Every day, every minute, I want to become like Jesus, my Master, who was led by the Spirit all the time. Train me, develop my sensitivity to Your Holy Spirit, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Do you learn something, Father? I believe, Lord, that as we put this teaching into practice, we shall rise up higher and higher. We will become more fruitful for the things of God, Father. Correct us when we do wrong. Show us Your way, Lord. We want to be like Christ. In this generation, we want to be used by you, glorify you. We will be spiritual church, not carnal church, not solid church. We will be led, directed, and controlled by the Spirit of God. Help us, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. This morning, if you want me to pray for you, I will pray for you. Feel free to stay. Feel free to be prayed for. If you have anything to be prayed for, I will pray for you. Amen. And this is the way to learn how to connect to the Holy Spirit too in the prayer line. More sensitive. When I first got prayed for, I did not know how to hook up to the Holy Spirit. But as years go by, I don't even need the laying on of hand. I just sit on a chair suddenly. 
I can draw. I was so sensitive that I can draw the spirit into me. But in the meeting like this, it's like a practice. It's like we call instead of medical practice. As years go by, I become better neurosurgeon because I practice a lot. This is we call the practice of the anointing. We learn how to hook up. We learn how to yield to the Holy Spirit. So when we go out there in the field, in the shopping mall, we can be sensitive and can draw the Spirit right away and be led by the Spirit right away. This prayer line thing is not just about praying for your healing or anything, but also practice to be connected and hook up to the Spirit of God. Amen. You understand that I mean well to you. I want to train you and help you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you need to leave, I understand. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless all of you. Thank you, Jesus. This is the air I Father, breathe. we believe and confess that the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Truth, is in our midst right now, and we believe the same Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead. Will quicken their mortal body, their body mind, their mortal mind. May the Holy Spirit fill them, touch them, help them, Lord, to be more sensitive to the Spirit of God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This is my daily Thank you, Jesus. Touch them, O oh Lord. Your very word. Open your heart and receive. To me. me. This is the air I yes, Pour out the Holy Spirit. <laughs> this is the Hallelujah. Go ahead and speak in tongue. Go ahead. God touch you. Go ahead and speak in tongue. Filled. Yes, Lord. Filled. 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 <laughs> The Lord speak to you. I shall change you from glory to glory. Your old self gonna be gone. I will make you a new creation. By my spirit, say the Lord. <laughs> the old shanty gonna be gone. You will become a new person by the power of the Holy Spirit. Fire, life, 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 fire, life, <laughs> life. Life, <laughs> Holy Spirit, touch, touch, 
Thank you, Jesus. The curse in your life must be broken right now. The curse is broken in the name of Yeshua Hamakia. Curse is broken. Chains are removed and dropped off from your body, from your life. Bless you. Bless you. The curse is broken. But the blessing of Abraham comes in. Yes. Break it in the name of Yeshua. Break it. By the blood of the Lamb. Yes, Lord. I speak victory to you. I don't care what you see and what you feel right now. The Holy Spirit ignites the victory. The situation will turn around in the name of Yeshua. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord speak to you. I will teach you the way of my spirit. You shall grow. You shall develop. And you will see <laughs> supernatural guidance and provision from me. Wisdom from me, say the Lord. Yes. <laughs> Filled with the Spirit. <laughs> Go ahead and laugh. Go ahead and laugh. Go ahead and laugh in the Holy Ghost. Go ahead and laugh. <laughs> Go ahead and laugh in the Holy Ghost. Laugh. <laughs> Fire! Fire! <laughs> yes, be healed. Be touched. Be healed. <laughs> yes, Lord. The Spirit who gives raised Jesus from the dead. The Holy Spirit give life to your internal organ, to your stomach, to your pancreas, to the intestines. Yes! The Spirit of God. Yes, call them out. Call them out. Call them out. Go! Go! Right now. Go right now. Go! 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 The Spirit of death, the Spirit of Destruction, you have to go right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Fire! Fire! Be free, be healed, be delivered. <laughs> in the name of Yeshua. In the name of Yeshua. Fire! Fire! Yes, Lord. The Lord speak to you. 
I shall be use you to be the blessing to my people in this house. Yeah. I will speak through you. I will work through you. Oh, I see the word of blessing. I see that you hand the blessing to people. I will use you. <laughs> Fire! Fire! And because of that, you shall bless the nations. Because this is international church, you shall bless the nation. I'll use your hand, your mouth, your eyes, your faith to bless the nation. Fire! Yes, Lord. Fire! Fire! Filled. Filled. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fire! <laughs> Fire! Yes, Lord. <laughs> yes. สติปัญญาเราจะประทานสติปัญญาให้แก่เจ้าสติปัญญาไม่ใช่ของมนุษย์แต่ของสวรรค์ให้แก่เจ้า Fire 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 Yes Lord use these young people to be the blessing to be the future soldiers future commander in the army of God use them father bless these young people may the fire of God touch them fill them they shall know the holy spirit you will become so real to them They shall fall in love with Jesus Christ. Jesus will become the real God in their life, not the world, not money. Fire! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> the Lord wants to speak to both of you. As a wife, you pray. You pray by my Spirit. You pray for your family, and I will answer you. Pray by faith. I shall answer your prayer. Say the Lord. May the Holy Spirit give you faith right now, the faith that moves the mountain, the faith that causes miracles and signs and wonders, and supernatural breakthroughs. The faith in your heart, by the hand of the living God, yes, fire, life, victory, victory, fire, fire. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. I will speak to you. I will guide you. I will train you to be more sensitive to me. You will not be just a medical provider who uses your intellect, but you will be a medical provider 
who is led by the Spirit of the Living God, filled, marinated by the Spirit of God, fire, filled, filled, <laughs> bless. More of Jesus in you. More of Him in you. Less of the old man, the old nature, but more of God's nature in you. <laughs> Fire of Jesus filled. Filled, filled, filled. The Lord loves you. You are His daughter. You are His daughter. You are the daughter of the King of all kings. You are the daughter of the Creator of the universe. The Lord speak to you right now, my daughter. I have the best plan for your life. I will never forsake you. I will provide for you. I will take care of you, because you seek me, my daughter, just like Mary, the mother of my son Jesus Christ. I shall give you favor. I shall give you favor that man and human being cannot steal from you. I will guide you. I will open the door for you that no man can shut. I love you so much. I know your heart. That you are seeking after me, I know that you are very sim- have a simple heart, and I'm proud of you. Say the Lord, I will take care of you all the days of your life. Trust me, I am your father, and I will take care of you. I will guide you. I shall provide for you. Say the Lord. Just trust me. <laughs> Fill them, Father, with the power of the Holy Spirit. Fire, 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 fire. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Filled with the grace of God, heaven supports her. Heaven protects her. Fire, more fire, more fire. Strength, strength. May the Lord give you strength. Give you wisdom. <laughs> Be confident in the love of God for you. The Father loves you so much. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fire! Fire! 
Fire. Fire. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Fire. 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 <laughs> Life into your body. Into your body. Life. I speak miracle. I speak supernatural breakthrough. I don't care what I see now. I don't care what I see now. I believe in the promise of God. I believe in the power of healing by the blood of Jesus, by the stripe of Jesus. I speak life, healing upon you. I speak life and healing into you. Fire, filled, filled, life. Long life. I command darkness to leave. I command sickness to go in the name of Jesus Christ. Go right now and never come back to this body. I speak life. Speak blessing. Life. I speak faith. The level and the measure of your faith shall increase. Shall increase. I speak revelation from heaven to come upon your spirit to know your God in the supernatural way. Revelation, faith, fire, fire, filled, understanding, revelation. Shukurai kaski triyalapa, horope kuski triyalapa, kosku triyalapa, kosku triyalapa, shukutriyalapa, kaska triyalapa. Sister, by faith, you close your eyes and you open your mouth and begin to speak. God gonna give you heavenly language. He s h u k u t r i y a l a p a k a s k u t r i y a l a p a k a s k u t r i y a l a p a He s h u k u t r i y a l a k a s k u t r i y a l a p a k u s k u t r i y a l a p a k a s k u t r i y a l a s u k u t r i k a s k u t r i y a l a p a k u s k u t r i y a l a p a k u s k u t r i y a l a Speak. Go ahead and speak, sister. Go ahead and speak. Fire. Fire. p u k u s k u t r i y a l a k a s k u t r i y a l a p a Very good, very good, sister. Keep speaking, keep speaking, speaking out loud. Yes, speak. Fire. The Father speak to you. I shall use you. I shall use you. You may think I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I don't know anything. But the Lord said to you, "I will use you to lead many to righteousness, and you shall be like a star in heaven. I will use you 
I use the weak. I use people who think they don't know to do great things so that the glory will be mine. Fire! 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 Anointing in the name of Yeshua. Anointing. Anointing in the name of Yeshua. Increase the measure of the anointing. <laughs> in your life, increase multiplication in your life. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. <laughs> the Lord speak to you. You are in the process of construction. I am transforming you. I am transforming you. <laughs> Construction. Construction. More sensitive to the Holy Spirit. More sensitive to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Fire! Hallelujah. My son, your value is not your own opinion. Your value does not come from man's opinion. Does not come from the world's opinion. Your value is in me, because you are a child of God. You are precious. You are expensive. You are more expensive than billions of dollars. You are valuable and precious in my eyes. I love you. And that is enough. My love for you is enough. <laughs> Fire! 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 <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless you. Use. Papa, Chao. Patan, Kamlang.
อย่างเกินธรรมชาติทางด้านฝ่ายร่างกายจิตใจจิตวิญญาณกำลังจากสวรรค์ a strong woman by the hand of the spirit <laughs> fire <laughs> to Jesus thank you Jesus That this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.